0: Good morning, everybody. We've reached the middle of the week, and today we are in the seventh chapter of Mark's Gospel. And I really like this chapter because there's just so many stories and so many things Jesus said that, uh, that I really... I'm drawn to in this chapter. Uh, I love the way, near the end of the chapter in verse 34, that uh, Jesus expresses his empathy and love for people and those who are hurting when he sighs deeply. You know, he looked up to heaven and he deeply sighed uh, at the suffering of the man who was deaf and mute. I love that. Uh, I like the way, earlier in the chapter, that he uses the Syrophoenician woman meaning she was both a Gentile and a woman, um, two groups not viewed uh, as positively by the Jews because Jews would call Gentiles dogs and women didn't have the same standing that men did. So he uses this Syrophoenician woman, this Gentile woman to teach the Jews and his disciples that a Gentile and a woman can have great faith. I I love that story. Uh, but the, the part that always, always speaks to me is when Jesus confronts the Pharisees and scribes about their traditions and rules and how they put their traditions, if you will, above doctrine and their rules above people. That always speaks to me. And I think there's a couple of reasons. One is it's so easy for us as human beings and as religious people Uh, to put our rules, our traditions, our likes, um, to make them so prominent, it's almost as if they have as much authority as the Bible does as God's Word. Another reason this always speaks to me is I've just seen it done so much. I wasn't raised in a Christian family, a church family. Maybe I'm more sensitive to this issue because of that. But I've seen it done so much. And and the truth is, quite often in most churches, the conflict that does exist is not because of doctrine and theology and scripture. It's because of tradition, preferences, rules, likes and dislikes. Um, And in verse 13, speaking to these scribes and Pharisees who were guilty of that, in verse 13, Jesus said, by doing this, they were invalidating the word of God. And listen to that now. Invalidating the word of God by your tradition, by your tradition which you have handed down. And he's got one in particular in mind, but he 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 goes on to say, you, you do this in many ways. Your tradition is so important to you that it will cause you to violate a clear teaching of Scripture. Um, scripture teaches that we are to honor our mother and father, and that means in their aged, aging, aging years, care for them, provide for them. And they had come up with a tradition, a rule that would allow people not to spend their money taking care of their parents. You could dedicate it to God, and because you had dedicated it to God, you didn't have to use it. You couldn't. You, that was an excuse not to use it to help your parents. And Jesus said, your tradition... You're using that as justification for violating the clear teaching of Scripture. And I think the problem is that quite often when we do something like that, we don't realize that's what we're doing. I remember when I was in my 20s pastoring in Sumter back in the mid-80s. One year, a few weeks prior to Mother's Day, I announced on a Sunday morning that on Mother's Day, we would not be having Sunday evening services. Church had traditional Sunday morning service, Sunday evening service, Wednesday night service. And in the previous years, had actually had church on Sunday night of Mother's Day. And I announced that we were not going to have services that particular Sunday night, Mother's Day. One woman came up to me, and you thought I had broken every commandment in the Old Testament. (laughs) So upset. How dare I do that? You know, what was interesting to me was that she was not one who always came on Sunday night. In fact, she seldom came on Sunday night. But it was the tradition. It was the expectation. We're going to have Sunday night church on Mother's Day, and don't you dare... Counsel that. Bible clearly says, honor your mother and father. Nowhere does the Bible say you have to have worship on Sunday night. And yet, in the tradition, that had become so important. Well, I guess you could say she was making that tradition equal to the authority of God's word. The truth is, The Bible teaches that only God and His Word are authoritative. And as Baptists and as Southern Baptists, we have always said the only authority for our faith, what we believe, our doctrine, and practice how we live is the Word of God. It's so easy for us to allow our traditions, our preferences, our opinions, etc., our rules, To have authority somewhat like the Bible. And that is a, that that can be dangerous. Traditions are valuable, rules can be helpful. Opinions, we all got one. But when we make them have authority, like, even if it's not quite the same level of authority as Scripture, but it's close, that's dangerous. And at times, leads to ungodly reactions and behavior and treatment of other people. God's Word is authoritative and eternal. Nothing else is. And that's the truth from God's Word. I'll see you tomorrow.